Hello everyone, <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Where's My Ritalin? And actually, we have some new guests, some new blood, some new creativity, and I'm very delighted and very happy to introduce you to my good friend, Dr. Sydney Sid. Now, Sydney is the founder of Caravol, a faith-blessed, faith-blessed based volunteering platform supporting the Caribbean. In fact, I'm not going to talk about it. Sid, introduce yourself and tell them about Caravol, please. Hello. Yeah, my name is Sid. Uh, Caravol is a faith-based volunteering platform. So it's based in London and we support the Caribbean. Right now we're working with a school in Barbados who has great need. And I guess for us, the emphasis is not just letting people know that they're loved and seen, but really integrating our support services within uh, the community, within schools, um, and also within the Caribbean as a whole, looking at food sustainability and food wastage, that's a huge thing for us at Caravan. Um, so yeah, that's what we do. And you've been doing that, actually, you've actually been doing that back and forth from Barbados, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Is, that's your country of origin? Uh, no, I'm born here, but I went to school um, and all my best friends, my family are from Barbados. So if anyone were to ask me, like, where are you from? I'd definitely say Barbados, even though I'm British. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And, and you know, I've kind of invited you on because not only it doesn't, if that wasn't enough, you actually have your own podcast. Tell us about that. So my podcast is not, it's nothing Caravel related. It's called Dear Pastor and it's mm. a ministering platform to pastors. I found that um, for whatever reason, I'm called to minister to pastors who feel that no one can see their problems or understand their problems or pray for them. So it's literally me trying to, well, me being called to fill up those who feel empty because they are continuing to fill up the body of Christ. Um, it's a really interesting calling and it's fairly new, but I'm loving it. I'm loving, I'm loving what Dear Pastor is becoming. Okay. Cool. So we've got six episodes on the podcast to date. The last one called Anoint That Thing. And yeah, I, I, even though it's, it's, it's aimed at pastors, I definitely do not think that if you were to listen to it, not being a pastor, that you wouldn't be blessed by it. I, genu I genuinely think that there's a message for everyone. So mm. don't be discouraged not to listen just because you're not in ministry. No, I'm, I'm a deacon, so I'm, 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 I'm there for it. I'm there for it. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Sorry. listen. We have all fallen short. Um, but, so before I move on to um, that person interjected, um, where can we catch that their pastor podcast, please? Um, we, I'm on Anchor, I'm on Spotify, um, I think some others, I'm not too sure all of them, but um, yeah, I think Sp I'm definitely on Spotify, so everyone's on okay. there. Check me check out. Check that out, and we're going to remind people at the end, definitely just to, keep, to check that one out. So, as you can see, I have a very esteemed guest. Now, we have another regular guest with us, well, not a regular guest, a regular co-host, I think, uh, but because we had someone else on here, I think she felt a bit insecure, so I'm going to read out what she wants no, to read. <laughs> No, and so I have been told under no duress whatsoever that we have Shay Eccleston, a story curator and teller, a person with lived experience, an international inspirational speaker involved. Nah, but all joking aside, you actually do a lot of things. You're involved with co-production and design, author of two books. I just realized Shay has got two books. So we're going to talk about Sunny Days later. But she has got one called Three Months to Leave, which Three Months to Live, so I don't leave. Three Can months you to live. read today? What's going on? <laughs> Don't mock my dyslexia, please. Uh, three months to live, which actually, to be honest, I know this story a little bit, but um, I actually didn't know it was a blog, so I had to go and find that out. So I, I slept in that. We talk about that book as well. 
radio show, Dunno, SG1, podcast host, owner, and, ins- and inspirational apparel. Basically, Shay's, apart from being an annoying toad, is quite talented, to be fair. She's a superhero. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're going to I mean, she, she's a Captain Marvel of superheroes, the one, no one, the one that no one likes, but, you know, um, you we'll watch the movie. And, <laughs> Such a do you know Hi. what i'll be honest Go with on. you everybody i'm i'm um i just want to say if you really enjoyed dr sid today and i know you will please vote me out <laughs> i can't podcast. take more tea i can't take more tea anymore listen you're a permanent fixture on this podcast no, no, you make you're not now. This, i've been this trying to escape ma- since episode no, one you make the podcast trust me you make it you make the podcast. do you know what it, exactly exactly and the thing is you don't understand is everyone doesn't realize that i lock you in the basement until it, on their it's, until their first episode and then, and then release Finally, you <laughs> and then release mind. you to um yeah so no but the reason i brought these two learned ladies as much as i Jive, Shay, and uh, we've banter back and forth. Um, and actually, fair offline, a bit of banter with Sid as well. Oh, I have had yeah, always. Yeah. I'm not sure to be nice. This, <laughs> this is where you spoil it. <laughs> this is where you actually spoil the it. Banter, I try to be nice. The banter offline is hilarious. I live for do, it. Do, do, do you live for it every day? Live yeah. For it. Okay. Can see, see you live for it. You can see it in her face. <laughs> Of living. Eh. Well, anyway, do you know I'm going to keep the same energy because I'm going to continue to be nice. So I, I have, as you know, I have great conversations with Shay offline and online. And also, what you don't know is I also have very good conversations with Sid um, about and a particular topic came to mind. And I'll tell you where it came from. All right. So in recent weeks, obviously, there's been a lot going on, obviously, post-COVID. There's been a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff. Um, a lot of people talking about stuff about diaspora, our, our culture, our heritage, etc. This has kind of delved into little things about our culture. So there was a post recently on Shade Borough where I think, I think I kind of alluded to a little bit uh, last week on um, the, the quick dose or small dose, um, where as opposed to like, um, um, fellas, let, you let us, let the ladies know, let black women know how you feel about them. So you went for the comments, it was like, uh, you know, our black queens, we love you, we appreciate you. Just bear love, positivity, just like generally nice things, especially in a time where, you know, these are challenging times for black people. Let's not get it twisted. It is that this, it's been like that since, well, forever and a day, but it's been a topic of conversation, conversation ever since George Floyd. Um, so the following day, <laughs> Ben went up, the brothers went up, for, I can see Sid smiling already, but the brothers went up, right? And I'm thinking, okay, let's just tap in. Let me, you know, reinvigorate my spirit, reinvigorate my, my chakra, cleanse myself, to go on there and see what the sisters are uplift, uplifting, will uplift us, will uplift them. Mm-hmm. And then the comments is like, why don't you love us when we love you? Uh, can you stop fetishizing us? Why don't you appreciate us? Why can't you, why aren't you faithful to us? All oh, this, I mean, no, black men don't cheat, so that's a liar, because I'm, I'm suing that woman currently now. But literally, like, all this negativity. So I thought, you know, is, my thought was, why do black women hate black men? And oh, then okay, okay, you, it's a strong word. Okay, dislike, dislike, mm. Ooh, yeah? yeah, is that a better word? Yeah. I'm gonna be nice. Why do they dislike? Shay's like, mm. okay, why do you dis- why do you dislike us? Yeah, and I, I did a little bit of research. Not so. I'm going to play you a little clip of some research I did on YouTube, and just kind of like to further like, this kind of thinking. Um, so check this out. When I think about black men and dating in general, I think about their preferences. And sometimes I don't feel like they're always checking for us. Hello. So when I, and I think specifically of a well-known celebrity who has been highly publicized for beating black women. But when I think about what he, his recent comments were about the hair of black women and who he would date based on her hair texture, it infuriated me 
thinking that, well, that one, who is a role model for a lot of black men, is not checking for us. He's making it seem like there's something wrong with having the one the But one do you B. realize you said that one? That could well, that, be for any But race. that's not just it's him. It's that one. She's it's right, not but just it's not him. just him. Within the industry, they are fetishizing mixed women. They, are, they do. They for do. sure. They but, do. But well, for, excuse me, for, yes. For, well, but just when, if exotic. you have any sort of exotic, and that's the problem. You're right. That's what you're talking you're right. about. Yeah. So, having listened to that, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess, really, I, I thought you two would be the best placed people to kind of discuss this thing with you um, uh, about this thing. So, I guess, I guess, let me start with Sid. I'm gonna start with you, Sid, because um, then I'll be start with Shay first. Um, I not to put you on the spot, but we kind of touch this a little bit. So, why do black women? I'm gonna say use the word dislike black men. I think we have a, I think there's an element of disappointment there. I think because black women are probably the most hated um, people in the world, we are so mistreated, it's bonkers. I think that we have had um, failed... Can I stop you there? Can I stop you there? You feel feel the most hated people in the world? What do you you mean by that? By that I mean we are discriminated on so many different levels that go beyond what a black man could experience. And the reason why I say that is because even down to our healthcare, when black women are pregnant, there is five, that we, we have such a high percentage of dying because we, the healthcare system won't even acknowledge any discrepancies in our, in our health, in, in just in our symptoms. So there is, as much as we want to stand side by side by a black man to even have a black child, we have to go through so much. So that's why I say it goes beyond how a black man sees us. The world, how the world portrays us and how they see us is just bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. But we, okay. I think a lot of the, the, the experiences that we have with black men include uh, disrespect, disloyalty. Mm. I don't think that they are loyal to us and I don't think that they bring the same stuff to the table. Not even talking about finances, but mm. there's, an on, there's an emotional unavailability that comes from men of colour that I, I cannot piece together. And I think it's, it's a separate issue to slavery. Um, so my- Specifically my, black men? You think they have a, they have a specifically I'm, emotional deficiency towards black women? I, I think that I could speak for the ones, let me speak for the ones that I know. And I yeah, don't By the way, I'll qualify that. You, whatever you guys say, obviously your opinion, I'm not speaking, women aren't yeah. monoliths. So you're talking about your experiences. So no one, yeah. please speak, feel freely, go on. I, I think it's, I can, I don't think it's an intimate relationship thing. So I'm mm. not just talking about black men, black and brown men that I've been in a relationship with. I'm mm. talking about black and brown men in my family. So I'm looking at brothers, uncles, grandfathers, the cousins, the lot. They, they, that discrepancy I'm seeing, it's, it's literally pretty much everywhere. So that's why I say everywhere. Black men have a, a, a the ones that I know have a, an emotional unavailability to the black woman's experience, and we're tired of it. We are just wow. tired of it. Wow, you really? Well, okay, that's, that's, that's a very, um, I, I, don't, I don't respond straight away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite Shay to come in just there again. Shay, do you want to come in on you, that? No, me, I told you, tap me out. She's got this. <laughs> no, 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 come in, tap in. Before I respond, tap in, tap come in. Come on, Shay, come on. Because even, cause even that was going to say truth, actually, it said, there's a point, actually, that you raised, Sid, um, who Dr. Sid versus Dr. Sid, that, um, that um, was quite pertinent to a conversation that I had with Shay. Uh, Shay, yep. are you, are you Shay to I was smiling as soon as she said it, and I was talking about intersectionality and how 
um, people don't have a, a really good understanding of it and what it actually means for the black woman. Um, and oh, everything you said, everything you said. I, I, I want to quickly jump back to your original question though, Morty, and say, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I think that's where my problem lies. It's not in the word hate or dislike. It's in the actual question. It's too broad. And, um, and, and that's not me saying you shouldn't ask a question for the purpose of this podcast. Mm -hmm. I want people to challenge themselves when they even think about that statement. Why don't black women like accept? Why do black women hate black men? Because I just feel that if you've got black men in your family, if you've got, you know, there are different, um, different ways to perceive that. And I think we're talking specifically about, if we flip the question, for me, I could mm -hmm. be wrong. So feel free to at me both of no, you. Go for it, go for it. Go I for feel it. like the question should more be, why do black women not feel accepted by black men? So Come that's a now. better question for me. I like that. I like that. I like that. I think mm -hmm. our reaction or what black men feel, you hate me, is a result of us asking, why can't you accept me? I like that. Yeah. Okay, do you know so that, that that's a good way for me to actually provide an alternative perspective. So I wanted to find an alternative perspective. Nobody cares so, what you think. Not really, joking, joking. And that is how black men feel. Oh, Unheard, yeah. unloved, and unwanted. <laughs> and in fact, you know what? That's a perfect segue to these gentlemen here. I've been out with black women or approached black women and before they even knew me, they said, how many kids you got? How many baby mamas you got? Dating outside my race, I haven't had no issues like that at all. I don't date black women now because of past experiences. They like to place that strong personality on you. And, and sometimes you just kind of, just like, you know, stay in a woman's place. My situation's a little bit different because I traveled a lot when I was a kid. Very talented, very gifted musically. So because of that, when I came back to my neighborhood when I was dealing with certain black women, you're different. You talk funny. You dress funny. The music you listen to is funny. I don't like being because I had flip-flops on or I had a turtleneck, I'm gay. The problem I'm having is just because you're more my culture and you're black, you don't get a pass. All the women in my family, I got a side of cousins that made me feel weird about that. How can anybody make you feel anything? You get to choose how you feel. You don't know that when you're kids, it's a psychological but imprint. You, what does that have to do with today? Now, with a black woman, uh -huh. I have this in my mind before I even talk to you, she's gonna think I'm weird. And that bothered me a lot. So that was the perspective of the man then, yeah? Yeah. Um, that, for whatever reason, don't date black women, yeah? Yeah. They've all got various reasons, whether you agree or disagree, that's just their, that's their truth, yeah? Now, when I watched this video, I, I can't lie, I did take a bit of an issue with the woman that was talking to them. Um, Ileana Van Zandt. Oh, yeah, I don't know who is she. Who is she? Who is she? Who, who that again? You don't know who don't she know is. Her? No, who's that? Okay, end this podcast right now. You've got Sorry, some learning yeah. to Sorry, do. No, 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 no. This is dance. We've got some learning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. What, what, what does she do? Like, she, uh, are, you, like, are you serious, though? I don't know I don't if you've been to. I mean, I can't lie. I, I, yeah, I feel like up. slapping the table and saying, no, listen, I'm, 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 listen, listen, you know what I mean? I, I didn't feel like going through any more of um, Oprah's network. And this is why I feel black women can't love you black men because you're ignorant. There's a lot like... Sorry, so it, you're actually being serious? You don't know who she is? Um, that's the first time I've ever seen who that woman is. I don't know who that woman is. Like, the thing is, I believe that you do. I believe that you don't realise you do. She is, she is you must part know of the fabric of our culture. I mean, 
So who is she? Talk to me, break it down. Why is she who she is? One of Oprah's besties. She she came up. Um, Isn't that Gail King? I thought Gail King. Was no, no, no. I don't mean in that way. I mean somebody oh. that Oprah has always championed because she is a yeah. motivational speaker. She is a um, she's life a world changing. She's- and she's also, I think she's a trauma advocate for black people. Yeah. Like she looks at the, the, what our ancestors went through and how that's channeled into the fabric of who we are today. And she she's, challenges people. Oh, man. She's okay, the Okay, so listen, we know that like, I've lost two points. She's written like answer, 20 No, no, not two. You're right Ten. back at zero. You got a bill points back up. It's, it's fine because I'll start dating white women. So basically, I was going to say black card is legit. <laughs> your black card is it's like it's been snapped. Like you burnt it to smithereens without you even knowing it. By the by not knowing who said. by not knowing who Lana Van Zant is. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm so I'm so convinced that I'm the only one. I'm going to ask people. I'm going to see if I'm the only one who knows that person is. It's not like it's it's not like it's Oprah. Everyone knows who Oprah is. Like, she is, is she just... is she is as well known um, as Oprah as Oprah. Okay, cool. My oh, mum, listen, growing up, my mum had so many of her books. Books, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ask your mum. Really? You know what, forget asking everyone else. Ask your mum. Okay, I'll ask her. All right, cool. I mean, so your mum anyway. might be a bad example, but ask your mum. Yeah, His sure, mum will okay. know. His mum will know for sure. Okay, good. All right, well, I don't know. All right. So anyway. Um, That's because you're not interested in the black experience. That's why. Not really a joke. Go on. <laughs> this come from you, Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I second that. I literally second that. <laughs> no, 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 inside joke. Do you know what? Not inside joke at all. It's just rude. Anyway. I know, <laughs> rude. <laughs> anyway, okay, sorry, I'm done. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm finished. Anyway, my point was why you not highlighted how, 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 uh, how, un, how unblack I am um, is that I wasn't necessarily feeling her, her approach. I, I can't uh, lie. I felt the same. I did. I, I, I totally felt, felt the same. I felt that she belittled some of what they were saying at times yeah. based on whatever. I, 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 so, I, so I feel oh, it was edited. So, um, and because of her past, because of her wealth of work and whatever, that she, she could, she can get away with that in that context. Benefit of the doubt. Kind of thing. Yeah. No, but I think, I feel like she did minimize the experience. And also I yeah. feel like she wouldn't talk to women like that. I also believe that's almost like, it's almost like a, I think it was almost a gender bias type of um, therapy in that, in that she was a bit rough and harsher with the man and his, his lived experience, but particularly the guy who was, um, oh, the women don't look like me, they accept me for who I am, that kind of yeah, thing. And yeah, and she, that, that she was literally cool. like, she did a me too, didn't she? She was literally like, well, I would never I do that. that. Well, yeah, so I wasn't feeling that. So my point still. So oh, so Eliana, your, my point still stands there in your face. No, but no, 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 I'm all joking. It doesn't stand. Our point is still <laughs> the same. It's just oh, the same. Oh, whatever. Can she, can she make jerk chicken? No, joking. Make joke, joke, joke. Anyway, joke. My point is this. Yeah, my point moving forward was this: is that um, ultimately there are also black men that provide dissenting views to how you well. As we betray, obviously be betrayed by uh, what citizen, and obviously shave different perspective. And I think uh, I, I just, I mean, okay. So the angry black woman stereotype. Yeah, I know this is a very triggering thing. Actually, why is that triggering? Let me not, let me not try. Let me not mansplain it. As two ladies here, why is the angry black woman stereotype triggering? Before I go any further, why is that annoying? I think that it's it's. I don't think it's automatically triggering for me. I'm speaking mm-hmm. about for me. Jason Mantha Maxine Eccleston. I mm. think that um, it depends on who says it, the motivation for saying it, and their their limited perspective on what it means, why it may trigger me. Um, I do think that it is not a myth. I, I think that it's a myth that black women are automatically angry. I don't think it's a myth that that 
that label labeling system exists and so my my trigger comes when you deny that i will be perceived as the angry black woman if i do or say this mm, so my okay. my trigger point comes at a, a, a little bit further on rather than just, a, just the straight up that yeah mm. what about you sid is that the same for you yeah i don't think when i hear that it, it doesn't move me it doesn't i don't I, i'm not res, i don't have a response to it but i do think that term is so it's a belligerent term it's it's because it looks at a woman being angry but it never questions why why she's angry mm. so mm. it completely discounts it discounts a, a an experience in the most bonkers kind of way like so people are just not naturally angry that's just not the way that we were created um so i i don't think it it bears any truth to the, you know, the magnificent work that God has done in creating us because we're not just we didn't just come out of the womb angry there are mm. things that have made us that way and I, I definitely think that when you when you just assume that people black women are angry you are discounting an experience that perhaps um provoked them to be that way that I think is um, is just biased and unfair okay. but, I, but because of my own uh, character because of my own personality because I don't see myself as that it doesn't necessarily move me or trigger me in any way but then one would argue, would you not then say that, uh, and not say you specifically, but in the, just generally speaking again, yeah. one, considering, considering the not liking the phrase, um, black women are angry, is it not the same as any, any different from black women are unfaithful, black men are un emotionally unavailable? Is, not, is that not the same thing? What, it what makes be. it? It, okay. it, it could be. It could, I, I can't, I can't um, say that it's not the same it could be it could be yeah, no, i don't understand the point of the question in the sense that any label is goes into it's, that pot. yeah so, no no I, go on. no no i agree with you i'm saying no i'm, I'm i actually agree with you my thing is quite it was quite simply this and the point i'm getting driving at is this is that i feel like sometimes i feel that there's a lack of um i listen i, I would say a simple thing keep your same energy right and what i find and this is kind of where i'm going and this is to be fair present company excluded i think you guys are very much um, here for the conversation, here for rationalization, here for understanding a deeper meaning of, un of communicating to understand things. So uh, this is, isn't what I'm saying to you guys. But ultimately, I think the same labels that women don't like ascribed to them, and rightly so, they then then ascribe to other men. So, for example, so I, 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 I'm always gone, hands up, gone. I, I just think that those two things should be dealt with separately, though. I don't totally. think it would be a tit for tat. I don't think totally. because I'm calling you... Uh, deadbeat dad that you suddenly means well bro you're an angry black woman I think they no no, no I'm not saying that I'm no saying I know that. I'm saying it the same mm. way you're saying it in response to a general you know you're addressing oh, okay it. I'm addressing it whole because people are going to be at this point listening to you and they will mm. have a certain perception but I want to make it clear it should never be a tit for tat and actually of course not no there is mm. an absolute um uh, uh it, it, all of that both of those things are trauma-based responses two very mm. different experiences so being mm. an angry black woman comes from somewhere um different to being a deadbeat dad and yeah. even though they can actually be related because the angry black woman is angry because the deadbeat dad is left off so you know about, what i mean it's much it more complex yeah, yeah. And, and it's just really important that people don't go well you call me this so therefore i call you that no 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 do you know what thank you for clarifying no so i'm not saying this is not a tip for the exerciser this is actually less i'm saying actually let's take our labels Friend, them all in the bin, like all, 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 and just go on, or, or not, or not, no, yeah, no, no labels are in uh, labels, um, in sociology, in, in life, 
um, and in psychology. Labels are important sometimes in identifying me as what I am, right? Mm. When it comes to under, when it comes to using labels to limit me, that's where labels become a problem. I am a black woman. I'm very proud to be a black woman. That is a label. So it's mm. not, again, just throwing all the labels away. It's intelligently using language and an understanding of humanity and and why I might feel a certain way about something that 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 we need in the world rather than let's let's just not use that label. We let's not use negative labels and let's not use, you know, deadbeat dad about every single brown person I, I've ever known. Let's let's not do that. But guess what? I may know, I may have a brother who is black who is a deadbeat dad. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's let's let's be more intelligent. And again, this isn't directed at you. This is just my personal view about it all anyway, all the time. Let's just, you know, we can't throw all labels away because it's a descriptor, you know? And I, I think that just the way that we approach people and we, we put them into boxes is what we need to challenge rather than throwing away a label isn't going to solve it is what I'm saying. Yeah, I've got. So, do you want to reply to that? I was going to see, like, your. Yeah, I, I agree. I also think the differences, the, the the another one of the one of the reasons why they're not the same, mm. is because within our community, some black men have earned that. They have literally mm. earned that label, or or yeah, and and some of them have done it with pride. Actually, some mm. men take great pride in the fact that they have children that they no longer support is a, is a really to in some circles that's something that you could brag about mm. for women being angry that happens amongst white counterparts in the workplace in every single and so the black man being a, <clears throat> a deadbeat dad can sometimes be a label that we have within our own community possibly in our houses but being an angry what black woman is something that we are labeled not just by black people, but by white people in every single professional environment. So I think that that it just puts it on a completely different level. You're not gonna be able to go into a bank, a black, a black man can't go into a bank, have a problem, respond, and then someone say, Oh, you're a deadbeat dad. Yeah. Right. But a black woman can go into a bank, have a discrepancy and hear, oh, she's just another one of them or feel like she can't respond the way that she wants to because she will be perceived as an angry black woman. So I think that one, um, I think they're just completely different. One is social within our community and the other is a worldwide, like a worldwide perception of black women. That we also have about one another. So when we get lazy, I will then be like, "Why are you so angry, Sid?" Do you know what I mean? It's 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 something. Yeah. It's, yeah it, it's so, such a soft great. voice. Why, why are you so angry, Sid? Sid, don't be so angry. It's such a nice way of calming. That's very calming, aren't you? Very de-escalating. That's very nice. But I have to disagree with you. Yeah? Um, I tell you why, and I'm being mindful because I'm thinking about what you're saying. I'm actually I'm actually learning as we speak. Um, and this is thank you for this, ladies. Um, but like. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to turn this into a points credit size because that's not the point. This isn't about. No, come, come with it. Come yeah, with you it. Have to but, come with it. You, you have no, 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 but, no. But I'm saying I think ultimately what I'm trying to say is I, I, what I think. What I want to do with this is conversation is actually challenge some perceptions. I understand because you have your truth. I'm not a black woman. Um, despite what I do on the weekends when I wear dresses. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I cannot 
speak for your experiences. But then you just said an example, a big example about going to the bank and if you react to them, you know, overcharging you for your direct debits or whatever, or whatever, if you're in the bank. Yeah. Well, um, cool. But actually, I can go into the office and people automatically assume I've got seven kids that I don't see. And that's, that's okay. literally gone. Okay, but we're not, we're, again, when we didn't, do, if you, if you, if you get to listen back to this, which you have to, because you have to edit it, bear in mind, we, the point that Sydney just made, the point I made, was that they're not comparable in the sense that- I'm, I, I, have, I, didn't, I didn't get to finish. <laughs> so, okay, you know, no, no, no. So no, I'm saying. So no, what I'm saying is that in terms of, I'm not saying they're comparable. It's not so much about the actual qualification of those two things. I'm actually what I'm saying is that um, I'm a little lost my flow now. But in terms of literally, um, there there people is can a perception, that you, right? Yeah, but people there, there are negative perceptions of us, even though they might necessarily be the same thing. So they're not comparable in terms of yes, as angry black woman, but it might be I'm going to rob you. And so I'm not. So I'm not to say they're comparable, but okay, there yeah. are perceptions of us within our community and outside of our community. So I think that's where I'm not saying I'm not saying this is neither wrong or right. By the way, go on. That's a question. Go for it. Does it get boring when people keep bringing up your characteristics over and over and over? No, I don't. I'm love it every day. I see oh, okay, good. This. Just checking. <laughs> so that was your chance to go somewhere with that. Okay. Don't try. Don't try and get me for later. <laughs> I'm over later. <laughs> do you know, but do you know why I don't mind, Jake? Do you know why I don't mind it? Because I'm an empath. Um, so, so basically, moving forward is that I, what I kind of want to go with that. So is so going back to your point originally, what you both kind of said, and kind of what shaking a touch on as well, where I think Sid, you put a very good point about you being hurt by black men, or generally speaking, black women being hurt by black people, devalued by black men, for disrespected by black men. My my next question is why I guess, and I'm not saying this to you specifically, but generally, why could this not just be any men? Because let's because arguably, arguably speaking, if I put my girl hat on. Men are trash, right? Not just black men. So why is it? No, I don't think men are trash, though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not you, not you, not you. But is it? Is it not a well-known coin phrase that men are trash? Yes, yes. but I, that is a, off the cuff. Um, it's almost a light-hearted, and and I know some people believe it. So don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But actually, I hate that that general most people like something you do with me a lot, especially on this podcast, is you say, "But you're different." And actually, I want to beg to differ because. There are so many more people out there like me who have these views, um, and and I, and we don't all think men are trash. And sometimes we say it just for, and again, I'm using the royal we, but we say it just for the you know the hurt in the moment or just for the joke or, and it's because it picked up steam, especially with social media. Mm-hmm. But men aren't universally trash, and actually, anyone being challenged on it would have to be taught about language add the men I know are trash it's just a language thing um, it's their personal experience and their personal experience matters but should never be used to paint the whole globe with a totally sense. totally so do you want to come in there sorry yeah I, I don't think I definitely don't think that men are trash as a single woman for me to think that men are trash would be pretty hopeless and I'm also, it would be a really, really hopeless state of affairs if I genuinely believe that. Mm. I absolutely don't. I have some fantastic, really strong, emotionally available, spiritually grounded men in my life. And I'm very, very grateful for that. And so, no shade, but it's actually really, any, any kind of whitewashing of anything is such an immature position. It is. Every single person is this thing. Women are trash. Men are trash. Anything Mm. that does that is. Mm. I'm so over it. I'm so bored of it because actually, um, it 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 limits 
my ability to show you that I'm different. It limits the next person's ability to be themselves, even if some of their characteristics resemble something that makes you say men are trash. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I struggle to subscribe. I'll still laugh at a joke if my best friend's like, men are trash. I know it's coming from in this, in this moment, in this in context. Will, yeah. Right. But generally, get, let's get serious. Absolutely not. And don't do it around me. And don't, it, it's, I won't laugh at those jokes when people are like, ah, oh, or women are like that, or men, and I, I'm over it. I'm over it. It's, it's a really, really belittling thing, and we have enough belittling labels in the world that we don't need to add with general gender, you know, labels. Yeah. Do you know what? This is this, this is such a healing conversation. I feel like I'm in a like in, in a in that kind of vanilla <laughs> vanilla bath. I'm like, no, I'm actually feeling that these guys. So okay, so just I'm, I'm gonna get we're gonna get we get to healing shortly. Um. But, um, because we're about, yeah, sorry, can I just, I, 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 I just want to make sure, because at the beginning we, we started speaking about the, the phrase and everything. And I think I'm hoping we're going in a certain direction so that we can also speak about uh, the, the positive way in which we see the males. Because right now we're talking about, um, our perception of males as this, that, and the other, and why women may feel belittled by men but I really want to get to the part where and I'm, I'm saying this because we, we, we will we will we will we will yeah we will feel supported and lifted up yeah, right? yeah we will we will we will we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there. don't worry don't, don't jump ahead man jumpy Sorry. Um, before before I get there before we get there um don't worry because we're not, not going to leave things on, on hate we're not, we're, not, we're not about that um so I guess this next question is before because because actually that will come follow that bit is um uh, would your experiences or experience in general leave and this is not negative or positively just in terms of options and considerations would it leave you more open to interracial dating and what is your general opinion on that do you want to go first Shay? not really okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know about shay dating in the no i just i'm so, just gonna trash my answer but i'm not i'm not i'm sure, I'm sure today wanna, i'm yeah, in a healing wanna, place I am in a, do you know what? I'll be my best behavior. I'm in a healing and wonderful and warm place. <laughs> my problem isn't what you do on the podcast. My problem is the, the weapon, how you weaponize my words later. After. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, I, mean I make no promises, but continue. Sorry, for those who can't see, I rolled my eyes very, I nearly had a stroke. That's how far back my eyes were. <laughs> um, I, I, I've never had a problem um, with interracial dating, I have a preference which is a black man but I don't always think I find um what I'm looking for in the in the in the shell that I'm looking for it in and I'm actually I'm a person who actively seeks to not discriminate and what I mean by that is um I will discriminate I'll be honest I, I have my prejudices I will discriminate if you your trainers are trash to me (laughs) <laughs> but I won't discriminate. <laughs> I won't discriminate. You, um, right, but I won't discriminate because you are Asian, or do you know what I mean? And that doesn't mean that I'm I'm suddenly going to be like, no, I only date outside. No, actually, I'm I'm more than happy for you. As if you if you respect me, and we can have intelligent conversation, but also the most fun and i like to laugh then i will find myself being attracted to you you could look like danny devito you could look like david beckham um you could look like idris you could look like 
Sydney Potty. Yeah, they're both hot. Def- anyway, <laughs> I don't have a problem. I know that growing up in my family, my grandma was always like, you better come home. Like, if you bring anyone home, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's, it's just a cultural thing. Um, but fundamentally, my mum doesn't have a problem with it. I haven't been brought up to believe that I must only date within my race, but I am surrounded by people who do believe that. And I'm not going to judge them for it. I believe, I believe that people get it twisted. They don't use the word preference over, um, I can't think of another word. So for me, my preference would be to um, date a black man and marry a black man and love a black man because there's something, there's something about, um, and we've had this conversation before, Morty, um, there's something about a shared understanding that I don't have to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that really, really does appeal to me. However, on the flip side of that, I feel that sometimes black men can, and have done, and this is my experience, belittled mm-hmm. my experience of certain pain as well. And I don't often find that when I've dated outside of my race. So I think there's balance. I think it, it has to come down, for me, it has to come down to the actual individual. Um, do, do you know what? You had a quote, actually. I told you I'm being good today. I'm in an open and loving space. I feel like I'm on the late sessions. But um, you, you, you put a quote, I think, up. Correct me if this is wrong. It goes, I'm ready to love a black man so much so that you won't believe the world is against him. Something along those lines. Did, did you put that up? Did you put wow. that Don't leave me out. That was quite nice, wasn't it? You put it up. Yeah. Was that? I think so. Yeah, look at it. Don't go claim your words, fam. Claim your words, Shay. Come on. I would have let me find it because I, 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 um, it sounds familiar, but I wonder if it was in those words because those words. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they aren't from me. I mean, come on now. It's me you're talking about. But, but, um, I'm not trying to love a black man like that. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm open. Yeah, but and I'm joking. But anyway, so like, yeah, I hear you. But no, but you know, that was kind of thing you're thinking to do when you're about progressive and nurturing and all stuff so you know and by the way guys this this um, podcast is sponsored by hinge we have two eligible black women here that are how do you know that i'm available are you single or, or are you still dating the moment mm. in transition are you open to uh, open to offers um, Dates and I, dinners? Um, i'm in a good place i'm in a good place Fair enough, guys. Yeah, you have to be rich. So, um, I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. So, what was your, what's your take on that scene? What do you? What, what's your take on um that on that that question? My take on that question is: I love my brothers. Um, mm-hmm. I love my brothers, but I felt like I was about coming. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, talk, talk, God. But I'm fully ready to see them as my brothers and uh, as nothing else permanent friend zone forever forever and ever amen that's it i i'm i think i have i think i've done all i can do (laughs) i really do wow go on go on go on on. on. so i i i admire if you did write that quote i admire it um i didn't write it but i'm yeah i admire it too I admire it. And there's something that you had said, like you, with, with a black man, you can share an experience and not have to explain it, not have to kind of over explain or get into the nitty gritties. You just feel understood. But in some cases, perhaps the understanding is not there. For me, 
I, I can't say that I have this it's a rarity that I could say I've had a shared experience and a black man has got me uh has understood me or has had my back and so for me I genuinely have a I feel uncomfortable at the prospect of um doing of of fully investing myself to a man of color and then having to perpetuate the same heartbreak and dysfunction and mm. um everything else that comes with what i have seen for generations in my own family i can't speak about mm. anybody else's mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my family is quite large especially my dad's family really really large but i do not know within my within my own bloodline a healthy black marriage with mm. a woman and a man that are both pouring into children and who are mm. working in a team i don't know that so mm. because i have um i have actively been dating since my teenage years mm. and all of the men have been men of color so i've mm. got to the point now where i want something really serious i want something really beautiful and I'm, I am quite comfortable with the fact that it might not look like what everybody else has. Mm. So, which, so I'm happy to confidently walk down the road with uh, Eastern European, uh, whoever you could be. If you, if you are not black and brown, that is not a deal breaker for me. Mm. Act or run me my white husband. I'm <laughs> My milk with magnesia. Go on. <laughs> I am, so I'm, I'm open. To, I am genuinely open to love and it does not have to come as long as it does not perpetuate the, the, the very generational curses that I have spent years uh, breaking. Yeah. I will have an issue with sitting in front of you. Um, and just, yeah, I'd have, a, I'd have a real problem. I'm, I'm, I've had enough. I am fully open to seeing my brothers and respecting my brothers as brothers. But where I'm going, I'm going for a completely different experience. And also, mm -hmm. one of the things that has irked me about black men is when I meet them, they all say, oh, that's what white people do. I'm the kind of person that, uh, as you know, uh, Dwayne, as you know, I like art. I like classical. Mm. I mm, love sure of music. I love animals to the extent where I would lay down with a dog in my bed and kiss them on I the mean mouth. Pause. I am now an urban farmer, so I grow my own vegetables and I want to move out in the country and do that. Does that include cannabis or no? And other things, okay. nothing mind altering, friend, nothing mind altering. <laughs> and um, I want to live a lifestyle that I'm tired of people saying is only for white people. It bugs me. Out. I, do you know what? I have to, wait, I have to, I have to come. I, 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 no, 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 no. I'm speaking. Do you know what? I actually feel you. I actually fully feel you on that. I, 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 I really do feel that. Why do we, as a culture, limit ourselves to such what what is prescribed as only black? Really? Is that what you feel, Monty? I'm gonna rise above it. I'm not black enough, or I don't. Okay. When did I tell you you're not black enough? Honestly, when did I tell you you're not black enough? Is it <laughs> okay? Do you know what? what? Dates. I've just I got mean, I mean, come with the truth, Morty. Come with the truth. I've just got feelings. No so, so hold on. As it, come, come with the truth. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sid, you know me. So what? We, we don't do mar we don't do music. We don't do jazz. We don't. Do, we said, but, yes, but we do. We do. We do. We do. But when even okay, when I okay. when 
even when I told you about moving to Suffolk. I was like, yeah, why? Go- yeah, I, I, I did say that. I did, no, I'm not going to lie about that. I'll be 100% honest with God. Right. So what, what did I say? Like, what did I say? You said, they are many black people. These yeah, I'm not going to... Listen, I'm, I'm talking about survival. Me, I said, run me my white husband. I'll be happy still. I'm talking about survival. I don't need to, be, I don't need to end up lynched somewhere in Suffolk. Like, like, and that's, I, and I, that's I care so about cool. you, yo. But in talking in talking about survival, though, and this is when people when I've shared with a very small small group of people about me moving out of London, they say, "But oh, you know, there's not many of us. Sometimes being around too many black people isn't even healthy. You need sometimes black, being around family and familiarity really is not the best. Sometimes you perpetuate things that are in a, in a really broken community. And, circle, and stepping out of that is actually the best thing for you." I don't even want and to that start. I mean getting away from it. Do not misinterpret. No. Anyone who comes for her on this point <laughs> at you, do not misinterpret that. Hear it with intelligent ears because it's it's about expanding that circle, expanding totally. the and experience and actually truly not seeing colour. I know we have to see colour because if you don't see my colour, you don't see me. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking specifically about Sydney likes jazz. That's the end. Full stop. There's no, and she's black. Who knew? Do you know what I mean? I mean Come I mean, on, we need to listen. Whatever, 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 saying art because I mean jazz. I mean jazz has roots in black people like Mark. No, no, I'm just no, I'm saying that because yeah, it was yeah. something that came up. But you know exactly what I mean with it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but no, I'm with you. That's about limited experience. I like, always, eat, always eat at the same chicken restaurant. Look at my birthday, for example. Oh god, that was not long. But anyway, oh, but yeah. but no, no, no. But like, you don't have to go into detail. But please, that that, no, that annoys me. No, but I, no, I listen. Okay. You know what? Like I, I and I do feel like I've I like I'm not gonna go into much about this, but I do feel like I agree with Sid on the point where I think we like we limit each other ourselves on only these particular set of black things going to, going sorry, to the same restaurants. In the Please, middle of that, ahead. not only do we just limit ourselves, it, what we do is we stop people um of our colour being able to come to us. So I then can't come to Sid and be like, yo, Sid, I want to go to this place because Sid's mm. like, bruh. And all it means is we're going to go to someone else to say that same thing. It doesn't change my feeling about it. It just means I know I can't come to you. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's why I keep my friends, like, I, have a, I, I have friends for different things because not always you can do everything with all the same totally. people. Like, yeah, like, so I'm with you in terms of widening your circle. I, I fully believe in diversity in terms of your, your, your friendships and experiences because you're by, only by diversity are we enriched and, and educated. So I, I, I fully, fully, fully agree with that. I just, I just, I guess, before I get to the healing part, because we're going to get there, I promise, because Shay's like in, in the background saying, healing, 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 healing. But um, <laughs> literally, like, I, I, it does make me sad. First of, all, first of all, let me qualify this. Let me say this. Everyone should love who they want to love, yeah? And be who they want to be. So this is not about, uh, um, you should like this and should like that. It's not about that. I didn't say, do what, listen, do what you need to do for you. That, that no one else has the right to prescribe what is right for your life. And do you know what I mean? Um, I just think it's just sad that I feel that you're dis- so disenfranchised by one, one particular group, but I understand it because I, I don't know lived experiences, so I'm no, by no means trying to pass judgment on that. It's just sad. And part of me is like, oh man, I wish that someone could maybe challenge that, um, you that perception. You know yeah. what's true? Should we do you it? Challenge it. Every, like, every person who mm. just suddenly gets it can challenge it. it does, it's, it's not a, oh, this is how it is now. There's nothing that can be done. No, because I, I I believe I, I get it. I believe in terms of objectively speaking, theoretically speaking, only because again, it's not my experience. But there are brothers out there that could pot- potentially confound that. Because my thing is also this. My thing is not, not only that that the brothers are only letting the side down. I just feel like 
in terms of the relationships I see around me in terms of my friendships and whatever, or in general, I just think that's relationships in general. I feel, I feel like a lot of people, I'm not saying everyone, I can't speak everyone, but I feel a lot of people are going through the same similar struggles. And I wonder if, and I hope this is not for you, but that if that white husband might present different challenges when it's the same challenges but in a different way. And, I, and, and that's the thing, that's why I, I think when I want to come towards the healing part of that, it's which kind of going to bring, bring, come to it now, Shay, because I'll ask you this question next, is that, I wonder sometimes if we prescribe so much behavior to one particular set of people, then not realize that there's the same danger that other sets might, might do that. I think it's more about, it's more about people as individuals and rather than as a collective, maybe. Shay, go on, you want to I can see it. Yeah, huh? Can I just jump in with an example? Yes, no, I actually was looking at you because I saw, yeah, go for it, please. Oh, sorry. Um, no, no, go for it. As, as, as you haven't shared your face with us, we don't know when you're looking at us. Literally. Do you know what I'm going to I feel ugly because I, I, feel like, I, I feel like I need to bleach We're my skin to be, 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 be attractive to, ter- to, to Sid, sorry. If there are two people <laughs> on the planet who aren't going to judge you for whatever... No, Sid would, because I'm not lying enough for her. I want her to love me. Um, okay. Yeah, and bleach it. So, <laughs> please, please, please continue. Please continue. I can't believe you. Um, <laughs> I had a meeting and... Uh-huh. I, it was with a bunch of middle class white people who wanted to who suddenly realised that there was something to be done about the black health black <gasps> health inequalities within the black you know communities whatever. Mm-hmm. And we went onto this call. We started speaking, and literally, um, it, what it felt like to me was, uh, I said black lives matter, and they went. All lives matter, and the reason oh, I say that is because in the meeting. No, 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 not no. Oh, 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 what, oh. Like. what they oh, did, how it oh, actually go, go. came across was mm-hmm. um, when you know we even played a video. And when I go to the doctor, this is what this feels like. My husband, I'm a my husband's a business owner. He owns, he has millions. I am a you know um, middle class Asian woman, but my mm. husband had a hoodie on and he's black. So when we went in, we got this response. And um, one of the women were like, oh, yeah, no, I've felt discrimination before as well as an older white woman. What? And then we had another one saying, well, do you think that maybe it's not necessarily just about the colour? It could be about the poor, um, poor, you know, oh, sweet Jesus. Our health conditions in that area, blah, blah, blah. If you don't understand that if the, the um, healthcare is subpar, that as a black person or brown person going into that area it means i'm even more likely to have even more within that you know uh, environment Mm -hmm. and the reason i brought that up is because you said um do you not find that in other communities you're just exchanging it for a different problem i think that is absolutely true there are no you know quick fixes there are no you're gonna have different issues that you've got to deal with you're gonna have to teach your children what it means to be mixed race or you know there are loads of different issues Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. sometimes we get to the point where we're like i can't have this conversation anymore i can't keep doing this bit anymore and it's okay for others but for me i'm exhausted Mm. and it's it's affecting my mental well-being for me to continue to fight this battle when these people, whoever they are, whether it's partners, um, colleagues, whatever, are committed to misunderstanding me. And I think Mm. that is what sometimes will drive people to make the choices they do. I don't think that it means that they're going in expecting that those relationships are going to be perfect or that they may not have a, a trail of failed relationships or whatever i don't think it means that they will go and not see um disparity between happy marriages and, and unhappy marriages within other cultures or we all have this in our culture 
I think it's about personal choice as to whether I can keep doing this in the way that I'm doing it right now. And I think mm. I go back to say this is a really important point because we tend to judge people who make different choices to us because yeah. we make those choices. But I cannot, con- I cannot force you to be, continue being one of the people that drives our race forward if it's affecting you differently to how it's affecting me. You know, yeah. I cannot, it's, your lived, it's your lived experience, it's personal. Yeah, and I cannot ask you to carry the weight of changing men for me on your shoulders. That's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, true. So, do you know, no, no, I can't. That, that was a very um, apt point. So, I guess I kind of want to ask the question then the, the question, the bit that Shay's been eagerly waiting for. Guys, how do we heal? Like, so, in the, like, um, that? I was, do you know what? Heal, seeking hit. So Shay's put a core up. Let me read. Let me read it in, in Shay's voice. Heal, so you can hear what's being said without the filter of your wound. Okay, you really can't read today without the filter of the wound. <laughs> I mean, psh, do you know what I mean? Sorry, sorry. Listen, don't don't, don't diminish my experience. Anyway, so um, <laughs> no, but honestly, like been, I actually feel like you've been in happy hour for about four days. That's what, what this mean? feels like. <laughs> I mean, and I'm always happy. You have to be happy to make it. My joy comes from within. But no, I'm. Um, how, I guess, I guess, how do we heal from this? Because I guess, and I'll come to you, Sid, on this. Sorry, I keep kind of throwing these curve, curveballs at you, but um, in terms of like you, because you kind of mentioned something again about looking at relationships around you, looking at, I guess, as fair to say, some trauma within your yeah. in your own personal situations. Um, I guess, I guess, how do we get to a place where we're at the beginning of the podcast in terms of when there's maybe the dislike and disenfranchisement from particular treatment from a particular demographic to maybe healing going for not just on what we want externally, but how we perceive that or both parties, even probably the men and the women from this situation, how do we heal? We heal by having an honest and frank conversation without pride, bringing pride to the conversation, without bringing ego to the conversation, without bringing a tender head to the conversation. Mm. by just listening i think we have been trained for generations and generations and generations to normalize a behavior just because it is i also think that we have been trained to have secrets so as long as your shoulders as long as everybody in your house normalizes dysfunction or disrespect and as long as everybody holds trauma as a secret and whatever happens in our house doesn't go anybody anywhere else. Like we are pros at secret. As long as we continue with that, nobody's here. And that's going to happen for generations. Mm. Once we have an open and honest conversation without being tender headed or taking things personally and have an outcome so that by the end of this conversation, I, I know now, but I know more about you and you know more about me. And we can then say, okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to stop doing this because I know as a result of me treating you like this, this is how you feel. As long as we can have these open and honest dialogues. And listen, if we can't do it amongst ourselves, then we've got to bring God in it. And because and, he's the mediator, like we, we have to really go back to the drawing board and say, let's pray mm. about it first. If you mm. absolutely need to, because I, I genuinely feel that if we have done so, if we have got so far, which is not very far at all, without God, then we need to try and do something better. Like we mm. have to do something new in order to have something that we've never had before. So mm. having a talk, let's start with having a conversation, a frank discussion about how certain things really stink. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. I like without that. the emotions, like taking the emotions out of everything and just having a, a good conversation. 
Okay, I think that's, dialogue is very important. I think definitely it allows people to see perspectives. Now, I think that's a very good point. Shay, I want to come to you as well. Um, I agree with everything apart from taking the emotion out of it. I think taking the emotion out of it kind of, um, uh, and I don't mean, I know what you mean, actually. Yeah, yeah. But I think that people hang on to that too much. And so they want people to tell me what you think without the emotion I now hear. Got you. Got you. Learn to listen. Yeah. <laughs> with the yeah. emotion without it because some people that's how some people express and so you take your emotion out when you're listening to me and what that yeah. means is allow the, the frustration allow that actually just listen hear me and from hearing me we'll be able to move forward and probably my emotion will be gone by the time we get to the third conversation because yeah. all the anxiety everything that's keeping me from withholding this is is changing because I feel heard now um, I also think that with regards to healing, it's important to um, it's important to to not use and, and this I, I believe this is a, a cultural thing. Black and black people. I was going to say black and brown people, but I know we, we are some of the funniest people on the planet. I love us. Like we laugh and whatever. But the same way we love to keep secrets is the same way we love to use humor to belittle someone's experience totally that is dangerous um stop laughing at people when they're making you feel a way that is not okay it doesn't mean you have to try and change them or educate them stop validating it though because actually you mean invalidating it uh so sort of validating stop invalidating it you mean by laughter you said stop validating it you said no, by by laughing along, you're validating. Right, got you. Oh, got you. oh okay, yeah. got you. Okay. Yeah, so I think that um, one of the things, and, and that's, in my opinion, that is something that black people, we do a lot because we make everything a joke. Me, me and my best friend laugh at it all the time. But why, but look how you look grown today. But what, it's actually a natural thing in us. And sometimes mm -hmm. we have to check ourselves. Why? Not not ourselves, but we have to be like, why do we care? Like, um, there was this thing that happened. Uh, my best friend's husband, I think, they were talking to someone, and the guy must have asked for something, um, a donation for some charity or something. And her husband said, "But have you seen his car? We do that a lot in our culture. His car is not representative of what he needs from you, and so therefore we we base it or we base those." judgments on what we perceive out there we need to stop doing that and we need to if someone's saying to you this doesn't feel good for me or i don't like it or i can't be with a black person because of this we need to stop putting our own judgments on what that means because it doesn't mean anything for us it's what it means for them mm -hmm. we need to stop making it the butt of a joke because it's it's uncomfortable for us or it means that oh you're just going to go into that stereotype actually breaking all of the stereotypes in the circle are what matters um and it's how we become healthy as a as a black and brown as black and brown people it's funny there's this picture i'm gonna send it to you morty so you can um let people see it um maybe put it on the screen or something but there's this picture that i saw and it really struck me um and it says oh, i'll put it in here and I think I shared this as well. And it basically says there's somebody on a couch on a, maybe their mum's couch or something. I don't know. And in their thought bubble, it says, I'm finally saying thoughts out loud. I only want what's best. I wish you could just listen. And someone on the other side of the couch is saying, oh, you're overreacting. It's a matter of perspective. It may well be that they're overreacting, but what led to this? 
and what does that overreaction mean for that person where might, yeah. might they end up without that acceptance and understanding um and i think we do that as a people i think i find it within my family a lot and i struggle with it and it's not every day i challenge it but some days i do challenge it so that for the next generation it can be different mm-hmm. so with that in mind um i was going to say to you do you tell us a little bit about because I've obviously been talking to you, but so tell us a little bit how your book, Shay, and I, and actually, to be fair, as well, also I know that Sid is in the process of compiling, um, a, of authoring a book as well. Maybe has some sort of, kind of nuggets um, that can maybe help with this, this, with some of the healing that we're discussing. I mean, I'll start with you, Shay, then I'll go to you, Sid. I think that um, for me sunny days are more more rainy days so i'm in the process of writing my second book in the okay cool rainy days day series and mm-hmm. sunny days is all about how to find and maintain your sun right so it's it's mm-hmm. all about when you're low um and and when to to find you know the the strength to kind of rise up in the sun and to reach towards the sun and stay there and how to maintain it um mm-hmm. But rainy days is much more pertinent, I feel, to this conversation. And obviously, it's not finished yet. I'm, I'm mm. about halfway through. But rainy days is about whether we see the rain as a help or a hindrance. It's mm. much more about how, um, how to use what we know about ourselves and what we know about the things we're going through to remain healthy. Mm. And whether we feel like we're going to drown in those moments and what to do about it. So, um, yeah, you know, look out for it in the next few months. It's not coming anytime soon. I'm, I'm, I'm well personal at the moment and whatever. But, yeah, I think everybody needs to go and seek their sunny days um, in the sense that you need to figure out what works for you and stop listening to other people telling you to mm. up and when it's right for you. And sometimes battling with those people can take all of the energy you have. I put something on my um, Instagram today, actually, just born out of a different experience. Um, and it was, uh, where was it? It was some advice. And it said, Shay's message for today, don't waste energy on those committed to misunderstanding you. They will learn by osmosis some way, somehow. Protect your energy and use it where it is best utilised. And that can even be in your own life with not explaining yourself to people over and over um, mm. and actually just finding a way instead, use the energy to find a way to accept that they're going to think that thing. And that's okay for them. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I would say. Then I'll come to you, Sid. What, what, I know you're I know you're in the process of writing, but kind of like I guess what kind of just give us an idea of of, of the journey of you writing that and the thought process behind that, and maybe maybe the healing that can come from those who would read it. Yeah, the the prod it, the I think the one that would connect to this subject matter more is it's love letters to our community, so parents, pastors, brother, sister, and it is trying to keep us focused. The content in the book is looking at how we need to be outraged about black lives in our community and how mm. we treat each other. Um, and it cannot ju- we cannot just be protesting about how white people treat us. Mm. We have to be just as outraged as um, women not supporting women um things sexual trauma within our community and the way that we completely disregard and normalize it we have to be just as outraged we cannot wait for a white person to take a life to hold Mm. a banner it's impossible 
to for us to grow and for us to heal if that is the only time we have something to say black lives need to matter just as much to black people and mm. so i'm addressing things like challenging the older generation if they are saying things just because that's what their parents told them no <laughs> like <laughs> no. um i I love being able to challenge the older generation and, and say, where did that thought come from though? What is the processes? And if you mm. don't know, then you need to know because you're handing that down to my generation and the generation that comes after that. We have to question everything. Um, integrity, honor, respect, genuine love mm. needs to be something that we give to each other. We, so that, that is the content of the love letters that I'm writing to our community. The book is mm. called Dear Black People. And I like that. Um, yeah, it's addressing us from a really wholesome place, from a spiritual mm. context as well. We are our brother's keeper. And I, I just, I, it, we just can't wait for, I can't wait for another brother to die by mm. a white person. And, and, and sorry, let me just go back. One of the things that I have struggled, that's really influenced the book is looking at white, looking at black women stand up protesting for black men black and brown men and mm. then the reality that after the protest has happened like when the dust has settled when black Lives matter goes back to normality that black man might not remember how you have been on the front line crying and praying and taking pictures you might be standing with a whole group of women in the protests but when the protests are over these women are back to stabbing each other talking about each other gossiping and not showing that mm, love mm, we mm, need mm. to keep the same energy but for our like own community so mm. that that looking through the gaze of uh, like i don't think black lives have mattered any like any more than they have right now this is is everywhere mm. Mm -hmm. but there has to be a it can't be a trend it has to be it can't it cannot be a trend and and, and unfortunately i feel like it is it's becoming a trend and, and it can't be so that's 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 what it is okay i like that so i'm thinking so in terms of the book like when mm -hmm. do you know can we get sneak peek like when is it when do you think it'll be out yeah any idea timelines i'm hoping, I'm hoping by the end of the month Ooh, um, very soon, end of July. No, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping by the end of the month, but I'm writing another book at the same time. So um, I am hoping that both of them will be completed, if not by this month, then early next month and be released as soon as possible. Love that, love that. So please let us know when that's out and, let, and we can forward that on. Shay, where can we find Sunny Days as well? You can find it on Amazon for um, a physical copy. You can find it on Apple Books. You can find it on um, Kindle. Um, and you can also find it on one of my, both of my websites. So it's shayeccleston.com or atreestory.co.uk. You can also find it on there. So, yeah. yeah do you know, and I, actually, do you know what? I think in the next week, I'm going to be doing a giveaway because uh, I have got a signed copy. Are you I've read them all. I've read everything. Everything you've ever written, I've read to the fullest I of my experience. I love that. Experiences yeah um so yeah so um that there will be uh, i'll be giving that away and actually when sid is out i'm gonna be pumping that book as well let people know about that um because it's been great to have you guys on here just to get a, uh, a taste of your mentalities um and your perspectives on this thing and obviously you know to be fair it's been a very in, um enriching and warm conversation so thank you very for joining me guys really appreciate you coming on and blessing me with your presence um no, no, my pleasure. Um, so it's time for you to take a medication. Um, um, be well, guys, and you know, heal. Heal, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye.